<laughs> Hello. Hello. It's Josh. And Kamala. And this is what we're into. Yay. <laughs> still funny. Still a permanent still, fixture. Still a permanent fixture. Yeah. If I don't do it, then something's not right. Well, if, some, if, if you don't do it, then we spend five minutes with me going like, what are you doing? Why, mm-hmm. what's Why didn't on? you do Why it? What's wrong with you? Do you have a you're fever? Ru- you're ruining everything. Yeah. Thanks for ruining the podcast. You're mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> um, so what is what we're into? What we're into is a date night podcast. It's two thirty-something-year-old people, peeps, peeps, who are in love. Yeah. <laughs> And I do all the fully work. <laughs> that's right. That's me. That's what I do. That's my job. Yeah, we're we're changing the structure of the show now. So now it's just uh, I talk to my girlfriend and she does sound effects. Exactly. So like I'll tell her about the dog that's barking in the background and she goes. <laughs> and how that's a really a, tiny dog. Yeah. And there's a helicopter crash outside and it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, no, it's a it's a podcast where uh, we sit down and talk about things that we enjoy and how we've been filling our very limited free time. And I know we missed a podcast. This is only the second time we've done it. Oh, I'm so tired. Uh, sorry. It's not that, you know, we suck and we're terrible. It's just that... Our schedules have gotten really weird lately, and as mentioned from the last uh, episode, it was my birthday, and... It's his birthday! <laughs> no, it was It was my birthday! Yeah, that's the word. That's and this, the, the song is gonna, gonna play here again. It's my birthday! It's my birthday! Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was my birthday, and... We kind of over overestimated how much time we were gonna have yeah. uh, with you know seeing people, and I'm trying I'm trying to make time to see all my friends who uh, we weren't able to have around, and just kind of we forget how limited our free time is, and then we don't have a chance to record and edit, and then we miss it and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens. That's what happened. <clears throat> that's, that's what, what happened. I'm still yawning. I'm so tired. I am so sorry, guys. <clears throat> Didn't have enough coffee or something today. Okay. No. Uh, so what's our topic, babe? Our topic is Studio Ghibli, or Ghibli if you're nasty. Yeah. And more... Ghibles. <laughs> Studio Ghiblis. And uh, more specifically, we're going to talk about... Hey, Hayao? Hayao Miyazaki. Hayao Miyazaki and the films that he did uh, because he's great and funny and he's retired more times than movies he's made. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He's good good that way. He's he's come out of retirement uh, recently and there is a movie that is currently in production called How Do You Live?, and it's slated for release in 2020. And this was one of our, uh, what I've been referring to as evergreen topics when uh, we want to do an episode, but haven't really been doing much new stuff lately. 
So we are going to talk about something that we knew we love and wanted to talk about. Let's do a little bit of background. Mm -hmm. I will say when Kamala and I first started going out, Mm -hmm. we had a Miyazaki day. You sure did. Where we got a bunch of food, like pre-baked like oven food. Oven like, food. Uh, yeah, yeah, frozen food you just put in the oven. So we did that. We got two cases of beer. Yeah. Got, yeah. Some, got some beer. We got some beer and we spent the entire day watching Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Do we know how it's pronounced? I don't know. You just Studio say whatever Ghibli. makes you happy. That's we watched what I do. a bunch of Studio Ghibli <laughs> films. Uh, what did we watch? We watched. We watched House Moving Castle. House Moving Castle. We watched Spirited Away. Yep, of course. We watched. Did we watch uh, My New Totoro? No, we watched The Wind Rises, and then we also watched P- Princess Mononoke. Yes. But we didn't make it all the way through that before. Mm-hmm. We were like, I'm tired of sitting on my on the couch, cause my, and my butt hurts from sitting this long. <laughs> Should probably get up and walk around. Yeah. And so instead, we went for a walk and then came back and watched more, <laughs> more movies. Exactly. What was your first experience with... Let's... let's do the broad topic of Ghibli films, and yeah. then we'll talk about some specifics. more specifics. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the, f- what was your first Studio Ghibli? Spirited Away. Really? Yep. It was actually uh, the summer that I went back to Ohio for three months. We were staying with my uh, mom's friend, uh, who we call an aunt, because she's just a close friend of the family. Yeah, family friend is an yeah. aunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's our aunt, and. Uh, because I just started getting into anime yeah. and watching Inuyasha and Big stuff. Yeah. Nerd. Watching Inuyasha on Adult Swim because Weeb. it was not on the earlier stuff. Um, every, my mom was like, well, I heard there was uh, some anime or something that was on. And uh, my aunt let me actually buy because it was on pay-per-view or whatever. Oh, okay. So she let me, she spent the whatever amount of money <laughs> so that I could actually watch it yeah. and of course when you do those kind of things you usually have for like a whole day so i think i watched spirit away at least six times as much as yeah, i could yeah. like as much as i could like back to back or you know even though it was like stupidly hot outside i'd go outside for a bit get a headache come back in get a headache <laughs> from the cold but i would be like fine right because ohio the, is very hot uh, yeah it's and muggy americans don't know how to regulate the air conditioning. Oh, it. Well, my aunt, she went through hot flashes and stuff oh, too. Yeah. So I mean, like it, it. It was either super, super cold, like it was freezer, refrigerator temperatures in the house, and yeah. then you'd go outside and bake your buns outside, and then you'd come back in and you just get a headache in between because you're just like. Ugh. But it was just, it was fine. You just wanted to put clothes on. <laughs> Anyways, I watched uh, Spirited Away a dozen times probably, uh, within the three months. I think my aunt, I don't know how much she spent on me, but every time I said I wanted it, she would buy it for me. (laughs) And it was very nice of her. And then after that, I kind of just started seeing them at, like, uh, HMV. Yeah. And... HMV is a Canadian company, I think. I'm not sure if it is. It It probably is. It was a music store that sold videos and CDs and all that good garbage that nobody really (laughs) buys anymore. And then it slowly (laughs) turned into, like, a merch. It was a competing hot topic for a while, and then it went out of business. (laughs) Because nobody was buying anything. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, pretty much after that, I I picked up Spirited Away, 
And then I started looking for other things, and I got interested in Howl's Moving Castle and yeah. Princess Mononoke, and and plus because I had my friend Brittany. Shout out to Brittany. Again. What's up, girl? It's like every every episode now. That's because she's like a big part of my yeah, life. Yeah, she's we a might staple. not we don't live to like anywhere near each other. We she lives in Montana. I live here, and even though it's like five hours apart, really do some more folly as I pour out a forty for Brittany. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can do do better. Go on. Blop, blop, blop. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> that's better. That's, that's the one. <laughs> Maybe we should change roles then. Yeah. I'll do the folly and you do the... I just make weird noises. She but, yeah. does. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> How about you? I, I think Princess Mononoke was the first because my older sister was really into anime. Uh-huh. And we were also, we lived like way up north on a farm, so we didn't really have a lot of stuff to do other otherwise. So it was basically, you find, you know, something that you're interested in, and then it's like, all right, I don't have any friends or people near me anywhere. We live on a farm, so there's nobody for miles. So <laughs> you go to the freaking... It was a lot of TV watching and stuff, but uh, there's an advertisement on uh, one of the movies that we had rented on cassette on VHS because it was that long ago. <laughs> uh, but there was an advertisement for Princess Mononoke, and Gillian Anderson did a voice uh, for the like English versions mm-hmm. and. We were. That was also around the same time that we were big fans of um, X Files. So nice. it's like, Jillian Anderson, let's get that thing. And then I don't think I watched any others until like way, way further on, back when we moved into, you know, civilization in a city. <laughs> uh, and my youngest sister became obsessed with the film The Cat Returns and it was like she like played it several times every day so that was the next time that I saw Amizaki and then you know I got My Neighbor Totoro and it like became a staple of my of my watching life of course because it's great makes me cry. Yeah. Because the girls are just so good in it. They're yeah, just so so, such good little daughters yeah. and they just try so well, hard. Well, Miyazaki always does such a good job of making his character so believable. Like, yeah. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't, like, make up stories like, this is impossible. These people would never be this sweet. It's like, no, there are little girls and little kids, I should say, that are that sweet. They're that thoughtful because they have to learn to grow up and, you know, that was one of the things in that movie was the eldest just... She knew that her dad, you know, was taking care of them while mom was, sick. you know, sick. So she was, she wanted to be helpful. So she grew up a little more than she she needed to, but she yeah. didn't mind. She knew that she was being kind of the woman of the house, right? Mm-hmm. She knew that she needed to take care of her sister and she wanted to take care of her dad. And, and Until they, they started fighting. Yeah, but siblings do that. Siblings do that and... Just so much puberty happening. Well, I used to do that with my sister, though. Because I did that, too. I mean, yeah. like, my mom would be at work. Stepdad would be at work. And then my sister and I would be home. Like, whether it was... raging puberty. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, 
I would take care of her, but I grew up too fast because I figured yeah. I had to be yeah I had to be the mom. Yeah. And my mom's like, you don't have to be that way because you're her sister. But for some reason, I had that in my mind. Hmm. So I get what she was going through. Yeah. I get it. You get it. Uh, we also, uh, when we were in uh, L.A. for Anime Expo uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And one of the panels was the history of Studio Ghibli. That yeah, we went that was for, really nice. Which was basically, we had we had paid to go to anime convention, and then ended up taking a I, I, like a college course yeah. on on like a seminar. Uh, yeah, seminar on uh, Japanese animation and the film industry there, uh, which. I mean that's quintessentially us. <laughs> that's exactly what we would do. It was it was very interesting. It kind of went through the history of Studio Ghibli itself and how you know which one was the first one and yeah. you know who actually got it started and you know which was the first movie to actually you know get everything the ball rolling basically and how did it work and then I mean there's a lot of stuff that was still unsaid and a lot of things that when we were there and the person who did all the research which they did a really good job of. You know, putting yeah. it out there and making making sense of it, but even she was still like, there are still things that we don't know that are fact. So it's one of those things where what her information she got was more like, this is was all I could find, and this is how I'm presenting it. Yeah. So and she admitted to it. She's like, this is all I had, whether it's true or not. I'm presenting it to you, so there's other people out there that can do further research on whatever they can find. And a lot of it is like. The, the things that people know, it's like, well, this is what we're told and mm-hmm. different different people from the industry have different points of view and have different uh, uh, memories of the events and stuff. I mean, that happens in a lot of industry, yeah. though. Yeah. But Nausicaa, I think, is what we kind of came down to was <clears throat> one truly of the beginning. Like, yeah. There's other movies, but it was like for Miyazaki and... I'm not sure what the other gentleman's name was. Uh, Iseo... Because uh, it was a team. Yeah. Uh, Takahara, yeah. He, who's recently passed. Yeah. Uh, passed so the two of them, That's that was the big thing. It was like... that was That's the main mystery, right? It was, was yeah. like, who got it started? And those two were together. And who was the first one to kind of get the ball advertisement for that particular movie? That From what was, I remember. Yeah, that seminar, was... Right? The advertisement was based on like production stills and nobody really knew what it was about and then yeah. there was the whole uh horrible cuz this this was in 86 I think that one's no, in 84 No that was 84 yeah. yeah so uh movies from Japan to North America and they're like well we can't sell this and they cut a bunch of stuff and that was I mean, even then for the, the Japanese community, too, was one of those things as well. It was more like there was a poster of Nausicaa, but it was like the artwork and stuff was very unique to its own. Yeah. Like, that would think that was the biggest thing. But it was a really good seminar, and if anyone ever happens to hear any information or happens to do some research... Yeah. It's a good, it's a good one to research. It's kind of fun to see how, you know, the logo came about and... How yeah. each director kind of did their thing, and it's, it's kind of took fascinating. it in a way different direction yeah. than the movie actually presented. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, I mean, we're 
we're of course talking about what we like about the movies and and what our favorites are and stuff so let's just do let's do that let's do like a a back and forth thing and we'll just do like you'll do your favorite and what you like about it and why and then i'll do one and then you do one and and we'll do that until we're ready to stop okay sounds good so let start with like your your very favorite one my very favorite one the one i go to all the time your very very absolute favorite and the one also, I'd have to pick if I could watch it right now. Yeah. How's Moving Castle. Yes. It is so good. I love it so much. It has such an amazing element of mystery. There's romance. There's magic. It's it's just so much fun because it's like neither char- none of the characters um, put themselves in a situation where they knew what was going to happen. Mm. And, of course, I mean, I should I say spoilers or no spoilers? Uh, why don't we, we do spoilers here? I'll just, I'll, I'll do the summary or the plot of the... Well, I mean, the, basically, you know, the main character is, works in a hat shop with her, um, I believe it's a stepmother and her sisters. Yeah. And she's just kind of an ordinary girl she's kind of a plain jane you know nothing special about her her mom uh stepmother is uh because she's in the hat industry and stuff she usually goes out and you know looks for fancy hats and things like that things to bring to the shop so that they can make them so they're they make hats and stuff right yeah and she comes across um the witch of the waste and a spell is put upon her on uh sophie sophie and she is basically the story is basically her trying to figure out how to break that curse, how to how to find the uh, the witch of the waste and how to break the curse. And she meets Hal, who is a wizard, is a wizard, sorcerer, whatever you want to call him. He's very mischievous. He's a young man. He has a castle that moves, mm-hmm. and he ha- there's a lot of rumors going about that he, you know. Um, loves young women and takes their heart and stuff like that and there's a lot of lore to it right when he's just kind of a ladies man you know and uh yeah i mean the story itself it's beautiful um who's the author that wrote the book of how's moving castle diana win jones yes so she wrote it so if you've read the book the book is nothing like the movie and the movie is nothing like the book because the characters, no. Like, honestly, you read the book and you're like, wow, this is really great. I love this. Then you go and watch the movie. It's like, this is completely opposite. So it's, a, <laughs> it's an adaptation. Uh, the screenplay was written by Miyazaki mm-hmm. uh, based on Howl's Moving Castle yes. by by the author Diane Jones. But Moon I Jones. love the book. Yeah. I watched the movie first, and I love both. Yeah. I would read the book again and i would watch the movie numerous times so uh sophie meets howl on her way to visit her sister yep. upon returning home the witch of the waste transforms her into a 90 year old woman yep. and seeking to break the curse sophie leaves home and sets off to the countryside where she meets a myriad of crazy people including a living scarecrow named turnip head who i love yeah and uh she finds Howl's moving castle uh, meets his apprentice Markle and Marco. 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 And a fire demon named Calcifer. Who is my favorite character in the whole world. He is literally the best. Uh it's it got like a 
uh, heavy, uh, heavy-handed theme of pacifism as Howell and all the other wizards are being recruited to fight a war for the king. Yeah. And lots of war propaganda and stuff. Well, it's it has a firm anti-war message, which yeah. uh, allegedly. Uh, comes from Miyazaki's distaste for the Iraq War in 2003, which is when he uh, uh, got the book and. And then 2014 or 2004 is when the movie came out. Yeah. Uh, How about you? I love Spirited Away. It's Spirited Away. I think might be my very favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which. I believe was one of the first ones that he did after retiring, and then he came back. Mm. Is that right? I'm not sure he, on that information. Miyazaki has a tendency to retire until he gets bored, and he comes up with a great idea for a new movie, and he's like, "What's up, bitches? I'm back." And I then think they he make should just movie. never. I don't. I think the word "retire" for him should just not be in his vocabulary. I think he should just be on all the time but retire when he, air quotations yeah exactly it's more like, like asterisks yeah it's more like i'm retiring are you are you really how about you just hang out with us and when you decide to come up with an idea we'll just let you do your thing <laughs> so spirited away uh came out in 2012 uh, really released on 2001 yeah. In Japan, and then came out in like 2003 for North America. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, 10 year old uh, Chihiro and her parents are traveling to their new home when her father takes a wrong turn. They unknowingly enter a magical world that Chir- Chihiro's father insists on exploring. Uh, they begin to eat food at an empty restaurant stall, which turns them into pigs. Uh, and there's a huge festival for all the different spirits and and stuff uh, to hang out at. And then Chihiro uh, hides so that she doesn't get turned into pigs. Ends up working at a bathhouse. No, I, I, I love monsters and I love like stories about like ghost stories and magic stories and stuff. Um, so. Apparently, this one was was written entirely by Miyazaki. Uh, uh, it says here, the idea for Spirited Away came about when he wanted to make a film for his uh, family, his, his daughter and, and her friends. Um, he directed films for small children and te- teenagers before, such as My Neighbor Totoro and Kiki's Delivery Service, two more of my favorites. Um but he had not created a film specifically for 10-year-old girls. So for inspiration, he went and read shoujo manga magazines, which... (laughs) He's uh, so perfect, I swear. Even just looking at his little picture there, he just looks like one of his characters. (laughs) I know Chihiro was based off of a a 10-year-old girl that he had met. I think it was like a friend of a friend. He um, was visiting, I think, and he met this girl... And that's how he kind of based Chihiro. Yeah, he, he spends his... Uh, every summer, he spends vacation time in mountain cabins where he where he met uh, a family and he based it on their daughter. Yeah. Which I love that kind of stuff. And, and in spirited way, like, I'm telling you, he makes movies that have so much heart to them. Like, each of his characters, they just... They have a purpose. They're not just there for background. They're... 
I mean, even in even like the little, um, like the little characters that you yeah. are like usually side characters, or they're just in there just enough to continue building the story. They have a purpose for them. Yeah. Right. Like he doesn't just make a character. Like one of the spirits, Chihiro ends up meeting. And that's the radish spirit. Yes. And he, and you think, oh, that's just a, that's just a spirit, and that's you know, it, it's kind of weird and awkward, com- you know, an awkward encounter. But then, the radish spirit helps her. So yeah. I mean, like the fact that he met her, like they met, there was a purpose behind it. And even like all the all the background characters, they're there for a reason. Yeah. Like you don't ever like get to know them, but you see that he has put so much care in everything. It's also important to note that the way that he writes films, he doesn't come up with the full script and then storyboards. Oh, yeah, he right. he gets a general idea and figures out the beginning and the ending, and yeah. he has he goes and they work panel by panel, frame by frame, until he comes up with what what the story actually is. Which would be very difficult. Which is how I actually do my comics and yeah, stuff. I, I don't know where difficult. the story's going until I, I until I draw it. Uh, should we just yeah, let's just run through these. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna read the title and you can say whether or not I've seen it you've or not. seen it and give me a I'll just say thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs down if if you think that people listening should check it out. So, uh, 1979, he did The Castle of Caglistro. That no, was the very first one. never heard of it. Uh, 84, he did Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind. That is definitely a thumbs up and definitely a good one to watch. Uh, in 86, he did Castle in the Sky. It's a good one. Not my favorite. I have it debatable. It's our, it, okay, it, it, it depends on your taste. Yeah. My Name of Totoro in 88. Thumbs up. Definitely year I Was Born. It. It's... So perfect, sweet. It's such a perfect film. Such a perfect little film. Uh, 89, my other favorite, Kiki's Delivery Service. Totally. About a, a witch uh, who coming leaves... Coming of age. Yeah, leaves home. Witches have to do a coming of age uh, task to Journey. decide what kind of witch they're going to be. And, yeah, and what. so basically they turn like a certain age and then they have to go off and be a witch in a town or something that doesn't have a witch. And then... They have to figure out what kind of witch they are. And, and what service they're able to provide. Yeah. And, and Kiki, Kiki is only good at flying, so she has Oh, a, that's debatable. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's the plot of the film. Yeah. Uh, in 91, Only Yesterday came out. Which we've seen that one. We, ha- we, we have that one and we watched it. Um, I would have to say I would have to watch it a second time. I wouldn't say it was definitely on my list of watching over and over, but I would say I'm glad I watched it. It had a very strong. Um, it, it's one what's of those. The word? Uh, it's a message. It, it's a message. It's there you go. Definitely the type of movie that doesn't. Ha- you don't watch it because you know it's actiony or it's like clever or anything like that. Yeah. It's one of those films that you watch so that you can ruminate and. Yeah, like, it it gives a really strong message of. Uh, of deciding who you are and what you want your life to be about. Yeah. But uh, only yesterday, it, it is good. Uh, just don't watch it if you're prone to crying, which I am. Yeah. Uh, in 92, Porco Rosso. I've seen it. It is good. I wish I owned it. It's about a pig who flies a uh, warplane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 94, Pompoco. Yeah, I've seen that. I wish I had that one, too. <laughs> that, one, that one's basically about um, the, what are they called? They're a raccoon. Oh, uh, the Tanukis. Tanukis, yeah. Uh, 
just be ready to see them pull out their scrotums and sit on it like a carpet. It's kind of crazy at first because you're just like, what are they doing? So, but they literally take their little scrotum and they pull it out into like a blanket and everybody sits on it. So <laughs> tanukis are raccoon Yikes. spirits with giant testicles. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's important. It's important to mention that uh, for only yesterday and Pompoko, he was the executive producer. Miyazaki uh, was the executive producer. He wasn't the writer or director. Yeah. Uh, then he was the writer in 95 for Whisper of the Heart, which yes. you've seen. I love that one. I own that one. It's, it's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever that seen... That one's kind of a... Um, it's kind of like next to uh, The return, uh, the Cat Returns. So if you've seen The Whisper of the Heart and watched The Cat Returns, there's characters that match up in that one. Mm. He was the director for a film in 95 called On Your Mark. No, I haven't heard of that one. No, me neither. We'll have to look these up. Uh, Princess Mononoke, he was the writer and director. Very good. It's very good. Uh, That one's a, that's a, that's a gory one. It it is gory, so watch it if you want to see, I mean. But it's so good. It's got a great, um, what's the word here? Uh, Heroin? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was 97, so that was also around the time where things like. Uh, Akira was gaining popularity, so like expect those same sort of gore factor yep. uh, things. In two thousand one, Spirited Away, Yay. he was the writer director. Definitely. Uh, also uh, came out uh, several short films uh, after that. Was Whale Hunt? I've never seen that one. Koro's Big Day Out. Nope. May and the Kitten Bus, which I believe is a follow up to Total. <gasps> that one I think is coming out. I think they're actually making that one for English. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then also imaginary flying machines, which I don't. No. Yeah. I'm really excited for the May and the Cat Bus though, yeah. because that one that one is like you said second to the My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah. Uh, then following those short films, he was the project uh, concept, and he was also the uh, um, he was uh, a design lead or something i I, I can't remember what it was uh for the cat returns he didn't work directly on the project but he was he would weigh in whenever he was around he would just walk by and be like yes no yes no kind of like uh miyamoto in nintendo where miyamoto just kicks down the door and is like (laughs) we're doing this instead (laughs) cat Um, returns is very good it is it is i love the characters in it after not watching it every day for like a solid year with my little sister, I was able to watch it on my own damn terms, <laughs> and so I actually I, I actually love it quite a bit. Uh, then in two thousand four, Howl's Moving Castle, yeah, yeah, yeah. which go watch if you haven't seen it. It's oh, amazing, so amazing. Uh, and then we've got another group of short films in two thousand six. Uh, he did Mon Mon the Water Spider. Uh, followed by House Hunting and The Day I Bought a Star. Didn't. I don't think I've seen any of those. No, no. None of those. I haven't seen any of his short films. Ponyo came <laughs> yeah, to theaters. Yeah, the ham-eating fish. The ham-eating fish. Ponyo. <laughs> She's so sweet. Uh, for, for Ponyo, I would definitely say... It's a good watch. It but is a good watch. Don't don't let that be your first Miyazaki film because yeah, it's no. a, it's a it's a little dense to jump into if yeah, you don't agreed. know what you're what you're getting into. So, yeah, Ponyo should be like your third or fourth. Um, then another short film uh, into the 2010 for Mr. Doe and the Egg Princess, which I don't think I've seen. Uh, in 2010, there was also. Arietti? Arietti? Arietti, yeah. Arietti? 
I haven't seen it. I've one. seen it. I have it. Oh, is it good? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's, um, not, I enjoyed it. It's, again, one of those ones where I'll watch if I feel like watching it, but it's not something I would, like, 100% recommend. Mm. I would say if you've watched Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, and My Neighbor Totoro, then you can just watch everything else as you <laughs> go along. Uh, and then in 2013, he did The Wind Rises, which is a period piece about uh, plane uh, designers and manufacturers mm-hmm. during the war, during World War One. That I. one was kind of boring for me. It, it's That one's really dense. It's kind of um, like the only yesterday. I kind of just sat there and watched it because I'm like, mm, ah, this is too boring. That was another one that we watched on uh, when we sat and watched Miyazaki yeah. films all day. I mean, they're all good. Don't get me yeah. wrong. He is wonderful at what he does. It's just, if you're not interested in... I mean, it's a very slow pace. It's got a pretty decent story, but it, it kind of jumps around a lot because yeah. it's kind of like going... It's leaping from year to year really quickly. It's like, this is what's happening now. And then all of a sudden, you're just like in a different time, like a different year from then. Like, yeah. it, when, whether that's a year or two years down the road... It has a, it has kind of a sad plot to it too, yeah. which kind of tears you up because you're just like. Aww. It's it's definitely one of those interpersonal drama films. It deals with uh, romance stuff mm-hmm. and then uh, about loss. Yeah. Um, then in 2013, uh, Miyazaki was the subject of a documentary uh, called "The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness," and if you spend any time on the internet, you've seen stills from it. Like where Miyazaki's talking about how his cat has no schedule. And he, he, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It must be like Muta then. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, the whole anime was a mistake thing. <laughs> uh, in 2018, uh, so just this year, he uh, just finished working on Boro the Caterpillar as a short film, and that's pretty much where he left off when he decided to come back out of retirement to work on this new film, How Do You Live? Yeah, and then of course you missed one, the From Up on Poppy Hill. Oh, we From Up on Poppy Hill. Yet. I haven't seen that one. No. I haven't seen that one either. Scripted by Miyazaki. Yep. Okay. It came out in 2011. 2011. I see the ones I want to buy, <laughs> but <laughs> I never get list. a chance yeah. to watch them. Uh, well, maybe we'll do that once we're finished. We, have, we got nothing going on tonight. Yeah. Do you want to go to Walmart? Why would I want that? No. I said go buy new ones. I mean, watch, watch the ones we have. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, definitely, if you want some whimsy, I would definitely say start with Totoro. Spirit Away. Cat Returns is a good one. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, of course. And I think if you, yeah, if you want something fun, definitely start with Spirited Away. Yeah, it, I think it's like the best introduction, and I think that for like most weebs and anime nerds and anybody that really loves Studio Ghibli, I think Spirited Away is like at everyone's top, She's if not top like me. number one, <laughs> it's definitely in the top three for sure. Yeah, because there's just the characters are wonderful, uh, the the art is beautiful, it moves quite quickly actually, like you're. You're, the story doesn't... It's not very slow. There's no stopping at any point. It's just like you're going from one place to another and you're following Chihiro. Yeah. Who becomes... Her name becomes Sin. Yeah. But it's it's very good. I, I recommend it. And all the characters are so good. Yeah. No Face is so wonderful. Yes. 
go watch go watch Spirited Away and send us photos of the no face tattoo that you will absolutely get after <laughs> because because you'll love no face too. yeah everybody loves no face I think that's gonna we're just doing a short episode this week because I am exhausted and we don't know what we're doing anymore nope no. never know uh, so if you uh, like listening to us just ramble about how much we love. Miyazaki and and whatnot. Another anime and Another. other things related. God, we talk about anime so Shut much. Up. It's fine. That's like Shut up. Every other episode it we're is. doing. It's fine. The, the, they love it. We're huge <laughs> weebs. We are nerds and weebs. We'll talk about something else nerdy later. Yeah, we'll do we'll do something else Let's next time. Lord of the Rings. I'm looking at it right now. That's all. <laughs> I could do Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Possible Lord of the Ring day. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time. Let's... Let's wrap up. So let's wrap up. if you want to like, subscribe, and all that good stuff... <laughs> Are you doing it this time? Uh, kind of. Yeah? Yeah. And then... Tell them to rate and review us. Rate and review on, on, iTunes. on iTunes. Like and subscribe. You yeah. can check out all Scudsworth uh, stuff, like videos that Josh and I do, like um, the multi the local multiplayer. You yeah. can go to YouTube. You're doing so good. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go so ahead. stuttering. Yeah, you can go to scudsworth.com. Yeah. And if you want to tweet at me, it's Nova Berry or Nova Berries. At Nova Berries. At Nova Berries. And if you want to check out my Instagram, it's at Nova Berry Blue. And then if you want to check out Jowish. 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 Uh, his Instagram is teh dot scudsworth, yeah. and his Twitter is tescud tescud teh yeah he's doing good Facebook Facebook just look up scudsworth dot com in the search we should be the first one and Patreon throw us some dollars dollar dollar bills y'all. And uh, Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Slash. Slash. Tuscud. Just like you. Oh my god. I, I'm Stop it. <laughs> just do it your damn self. No, no, no. You're doing good. You're doing good. I told you. We gotta you write a freaking script. No, no, no. You're, you're hitting it. You're getting all of them. Did y'all get that? Because yeah. I'm not repeating it. <laughs> you you can just scrub backwards 15 seconds and yeah, you can listen to it. Yeah, and you can just it. listen to it quietly. Anyways, throw some dollars. And yeah, goodbye. I love you. We love you. <gasps> it happened! It fucking happened! Oh, I'm so excited. No.